Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. And Julia, my talk on our seven one everything entertainment. Download that app, or if you have our app, make sure you open it every day. That's how you get registered to maybe win some cash. Uh, Krista S from Lakeville, she won one hundred and seven dollars for doing just that, and we've got more cash to give away. We'll be doing it daily through the end of this month. There you go. Thank you. And let's give away our Mamma Mia tickets. Let's do it. We've got tickets to go to the Ordway next Thursday, July 19th. The show's at 730. And we'll have a fifth caller today. We'll take five. 651-641-1071. All right. So, Julia, forget the view. It's time for the Rue. What's the Rue? America's favorite drag queen is expanding his rapidly growing empire and giving us a reason to call in sick. Variety said that he, RuPaul, is filming a pilot for a new talk show with World of Wonder and Telepictures. World of Wonder produces Drag Race. Telepictures produces Ellen's show. And it'll be filmed in front of a live studio audience. And Ru will be doling out, you know, his little gems of inspiration. What and interviewing the- celebrities, giving beauty and glam, playing games, dishing and pop culture. Um, I guess they have... Uh, this this uh, woman, Michelle Visage, mm-hmm. is the show will debut in 2019, and Rue and Michelle have a podcast called What's the Tea? Okay. So the TV thing. And back in the 90s, you know, RuPaul had the VH1, the RuPaul show. Okay. And he interviewed everybody. He got Diana Ross, Mary Tyler Moore. Right. Cher wow. was on his show. And... Um, you know what I thought of? Yeah. Okay, so... Good for him. He's a dynamic, wonderful man. I love um, when he is yeah. a guest on yeah, something. He's and good and dishy. He'll yeah. be good. I think, I think he'll so. be good. But I, what I was thinking about is Ellen DeGeneres is behind him, too. And I was thinking about she was behind Bethany Frankel's talk show. Yeah. Well, but Bethany, wrong personality. Well, right. A hundred percent. RuPaul is he's so got much. A, he's got a, he's a people person. Yeah. He's, he's, he's been around yes. for a long time and he, I just think about that. Very endearing about him. He's sweet. Yeah, yeah, he is sweet. But I'll tell you about speaking of Bethany Frankel. She is so funny this season on New York. Serious? They do. They did a speed dating thing and last night's episode and she made fun of Ramona um, this guy came to it who'd met Bethany before. So the, the Ramona, single girls, yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're doing the speed dating things, and Ramona comes over, and um, you know, she, I wanted to get you a tequila because you got me a wine, and Bethany making fun of her because um, Ramona, because she's so easy. Oh, well, she is, but Bethany has just been very funny with her zingers and her. 
I was actually shocked at one thing that they aired last night in this little speed dating thing. Right. So this guy leans over who's talking to um, Sonia. Okay. Who's delightful this season. I have to say she's oh, she not is. drinking oh, as good. much. All right. Yeah, she's not. I'm telling you, it depends on how much these ladies are drinking. Yeah, and he, but he leans over. Her face was so red. And I mean, he had a big stain on his shirt. And he's not even a cute guy. I mean, he's got a big stain on his shirt. And um, she, anyway, she um, uh, Sonia said, comp- said something about a guy who gives a weak spanking. And she said, who wants that? So, yeah, she initiated the little discussion. Sure. Then he whispered in her ear, not realizing that the they would just put the captions, the chyron of what he says. And he said, he goes, I have the cat of nine tails and you'd be tied up. And you'd be helpless, and you'd have hand marks on your bleeping bleep. Really? And that was on TV? Uh, yes! Cable? Well, yeah. Gravel. And I mean, Sonia's face was all red, but she goes, I love hand marks the next day. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think have she I didn't know what to say. told you about my toaster oven cookbook? Oh, oh, Bethany was making fun of her about I believe that, it. too. So, so... Anyway, they're all the ladies are single. They basically, are on that show. Yeah, they all the are single. The Real Housewives are all divorced. Yeah, Tinsley has this guy, Scott, but she only likes him because he has money and they've already broken up in real life. Okay. But, oh, they already have. Yeah, and she's Carol's single. What, what happened to her and Adam? Her? Yeah. I, I don't know. I think maybe the fact that, you know... The twenty-two year, year age, age difference just maybe yeah. maybe maybe got to them. Right, they ran out of steam. I get it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um. Okay. I there are so many stories about Carrie Underwood's marriage to that hockey guy. Now E is doing a big. But E is just using old stories. They're not though. They're what? I don't know. There's just a lot of stories. Right. They've admitted that they've had a few bumps, but well, they are very everyone, devoted. Yeah. I know it. I know it. I just wonder. I just wonder when there are so many outlets reporting. But then we have to worry about the fact that Us Weekly now owns In Touch and Life and Style and uh, all own. I mean, there's all, there's our gossip. This is this is B because I'm going to tell you. Yesterday okay, tell was me. their eighth anniversary, right. and she sent out um, a cute picture of the two of them together to her 7.5 million. Instagram followers. Yeah. Here's eight years, babe. Where does the time go? I love you more today. I love you more today than yesterday. <laughs> that was excellent. Which was more than the day before and so yeah. on and so That's forth. Yes. Okay. Here's to many more years together. Love you. Yeah. All right. So what, what's the trouble then? The, there there's isn't. just been a lot of... Uh, listen, it's, it's, people are looking the, for stuff to write right oh, now. Oh. It's AMI. the dog days of the summer. Yeah, That's all true. right, fine. Well, how about this? Who is watching... I mean, I guess we knew about this from a book that came out in 2016, but that Dr. Conrad Murray, who, you know, stood, gave Michael Jackson the propofol and, and went to jail for it. Yeah. Um, he he says, cover your ears if you don't want to. I don't even know what this means. <laughs> well, I'm going to look it up. Yes, okay. Yes. He, he claims, and he claimed this in his documentary, he had a big, long thing about what a terrible man Joe Jackson was. Right. And he said... The fact that he chemically castrated Michael Jackson to maintain his high-pitched voice is beyond words. And he said that Joe forced Michael to get hormone injections at age 12 
to cure his acne and to prevent his voice from changing. Okay, let me tell you what it is. Tell me. Okay, chemical castration is castration, whether to reduce the libido and sexual activity to treat cancer. Otherwise, unlike surgical castration, where the gonads are removed through incision in the body, chemical does not remove organs. Is there a better word than gonads? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Um, On men, when used on men, they, they give them drugs. Um, but why doesn't it say it yeah. doesn't? It reduces their sex drive. Well, I know, but, yeah. but the hormone but to keep it, your high voice. Well, it's like what I'm going to say. He's using chemical castration as they inserted uh, female hormones into him to keep his voice. That, that's what he's saying. That's what that's he's what this so he's not saying. using chemical castration as libido stuff, really. Okay. I, I don't know that I believe Dr. Conrad Murray. I th- I find him to be a very why does he need nefarious the new and trustworthy? Well, he just. I don't know, did a comment, he's trying to push his book that he wrote in 2016 called This Is It, The Secret Lives of Dr. Comrade Murray and Michael Jackson. I mean, what a terrible title. And then trying to take advantage of the name of his last tour. Well, listen, I'm I'm reading the South China Morning Post, Lori. Yeah, okay, thank (laughs) you for your They they picked it up. (laughs) That headline and everything. So they're not monitoring everything over there. Okay, appeals court will not hear uh, rehear the blurred lines case. Marvin Gaye's family prevails once again dun, dun, against dun. Robin Thicke and Pharrell Williams. It is so obvious that song Pay up. is the same yeah. as "Got to Give It Up." It's All right. Just well, they so that obvious. is what the, the court is saying, and that is what is said. The Gaye where family is happy, and I am glad for the family about that because that song was completely. Sampled and loved, blurred, loved both of them. But listen to what they give. Okay, All so right, now um, Thick and Williams must fork over millions in profits to Gay's children, who will be entitled to fifty percent running royalty on mm-hmm. future um, exploitation of blurred lines. The court appeals did, however, reverse. Blah. Um, so anyway, they reversed li- the TI isn't yeah, liable right. anymore. Right. So okay, there you go. So that's happening. Yeah, that happened. John Mellencamp is getting an award. I don't yes. know if Meg Ryan will go with him, but he's going to the Woody Are Guthrie Are they engaged? I, they would never tell us. They would just simply get married. You know, in that book. Would you? All right. This in the, book, yes. uh, I'll have what she's having, yes. which is uh, how Nora Ephron's mm-hmm. three iconic films, which all featured uh, Meg Ryan. She had so many, inter- there were so many interesting things about, um, about, Meg Ryan and just like how um, to have your zeitgeist in the height of your fame be in sort of your ingenue and you can never, you're Get never going to look it. like that again. Yeah, and you're exactly. never going to like uh, have that um, thing again. And her all, all, no matter kind of what other performance she she did, people are always like, go back to romantic. Con-. Remember when she did the boxer lady in the cut? Oh, and, oh gosh. Remember that? I mean, she that. kind oh, of yeah. tried to do, yeah. I, I guess the movie that she did that was good and it didn't, Tom Hanks did a small part in it. Um, what was it called? It was called The Human uh, comedy, which told the story of a teenage yeah, boy World War II, bringing the messages yes, of the soldiers that had the died. soldiers. Yes, I guess movie. that was a good yes. little small independent mm-hmm. movie, and she Gosh, produced Lord. it. And Tom Hanks yeah. did her a solid, and just did a. Um, she hasn't did been appearance. on. Yeah, she, Ithaca was the movie that she mm-hmm. produced that her son was in, but now she's 
It's a TV series that she's going to be in. Um, Meg Ryan? Yeah, Picture Paris. Yeah. It's starting in 2018. Mm. Good. And it will center on a suburban mom who takes a trip to Paris with her husband after the kids have left home. Um, Lord knows what that is. Yeah. It, it marks her first regular TV role in over 30 years. Wow. A lot of people go to TV these days. Yeah. yeah. And maybe she... Maybe she can uh, find something that she likes, but she I really love- backed out of Hollywood she when, did. when uh, she got so uh, blistered over the affair with Russell Crowe. And in 2008... And, in, and she did. And she, in 2008, she finally told Inside, Dennis was not faithful to me for a long time, and that was very painful. I found out more about that once I was divorced. Oh. And Dennis Quaid fired off a statement. It was eight years ago. I find it unbelievable. She continues to rehash and rewrite mm-hmm. our story, but she's the one that took all the she took all crap, the heat. Yep, all the yeah, crap she for did. that. And she her did. career took it. All right, listen. We come back. It's time for the dirt alert. Dot com. This is a my talk dirt alert. All right, Miss Elizabeth Reese. Hey, girls. What up, honey? Oh, nothing much. Just chatting about all sorts of stuff today, including the Emmy nominations. I'll just break down a few numbers for you if you're just, you know, hopping in the car, heading home. Uh, Netflix leads the way among networks with 112 total nominations, followed by HBO, which came in at 108, and then NBC at 78. Big deal because HBO has led the Emmy nominations for the last 18 years. You know, they haven't had anything great in a while except for Game of Thrones. Except I mean, for Game of Thrones. Yeah, hello. But, but it, I mean, that's great. What but about they, Divorce? Is Divorce on HBO? Yeah, but yeah, that's but not, not, great. not great. No, it's not great. great. I do kind of like it, though. I, I do, too. But I do, too, but it's not great. They I'm mad that Amelia Clark as Khaleesi didn't get nominated for Game of Thrones. Give me a break. That's fair. Game of Thrones is leading the way in terms of shows with the most nominations with 22, uh, including in the Best Drama Race. Followed by NBC's Saturday Night Live and HBO's Westworld. They each got 21 Emmy nominations. Westworld? Westworld got a ton of nominations. Well, that's on just a lot of technical. Are, I, yeah. think it, I don't think it's that many acting well, awards. there are some. Yeah. I mean, I think there were. There were. Um, Evan Rachel Wood, my she girlfriend. She was one. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, gosh, there were others, too. It was really nominated for a lot. And we were talking about it this morning. And, and then I was reading interviews with um, some of the cast members like Evan or Rachel Tandy Wood, Newton got nominated too. who were saying that like they didn't even understand the second season of Westworld and they oh. were in well, it Lori, I had to drop she out dropped it out was making it. me crazy yeah I don't like Game of Thrones I don't know what's going on but I'm there for the boobs and the dragons yeah 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 and I just when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping Kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time Kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Westworld just made me nuts. I just was like, blech. Louis Anderson did get nominated Yay. as Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Comedy season uh, Series for his role in Basket, so we always love that. We're excited for him about that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then another note about it was um, Modern Family. This is the first year that it was not nominated they did get a sound nomination but no acting nominations or um you know best comedy series nominations for Listen, the first time in I'm nine glad. years I'm I'm sick of them. but steve levitan said who's the creator he just mm-hmm. said it's been a hell of a run yeah. and it's like really great it's fine and i'm hoping that this is gonna like maybe shake up the when the sag nominations that because we've seen you, they get stuck in a rut. The they Emmys do. and the Screen Actor Guild. Is the or, new Black. They and, dominate yeah. the same people over and over. And it's like, oh, really, we want fresh people because they talk to you. <laughs> that is that is our one and only that thing. That is the truth. Okay, speaking of talking to you, Emily Engberg, Twin Cities Live oh. reporter, talked to Tom Cruise We saw today. the picture. All right, did you talk to her? I haven't talked to her yet. Um, we've only been communicating via email. The picture's on Instagram. Yeah, the pictures are on Instagram. Emily's been posting it. She also talked with Angela Bassett. She's been talking with all the stars of the new Mission Impossible movie called Fallout because the big premiere is in Paris. Entertainment Weekly is like raving over this movie. They really? say that it's so great. Mm-hmm. Listen, yes, they those said are it's fun the summer ones. blockbuster that they've been waiting for. And it's a movie that takes you to Paris. Yeah. And other in London, I believe. It's yes. also filmed. So there you go. And I was listening to your vintage scandal last yeah. night yes. talking about Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes's breakup after uh, I left my dirt alert. Yeah. And then I was like riveted by the conversation that yeah, you were having. Yeah, what is the smoking gun, Elizabeth? I just have been thinking about it nonstop mm-hmm. since you were talking about it. And then I've been seeing these pictures of Emily with Tom Cruise. Yeah. And when you gave the numbers again, which was 11 days, days. Yep. from the time she said she was leaving him yep. till the divorce was finalized, 11, 11 days. days. That yep. never I happened. was so shocked again to hear that yeah oh man isn't that something i know and then you see him again like seeing him out and about promoting this movie everything and just like, is a is script it? for him he just acts his whole life yeah it's gotta be and then i guess he's his real self when he's with david miscavish yeah when you were talking about the smoking gun though for me when you said that you know she katie holmes has 100 percent custody of mm-hmm. surrey i felt like there had to be something really damning in terms of evidence of mistreatment of surrey or, or, or a building in Telluride where all kinds of things were filmed of shenanigans that went on that Tom wouldn't want people to know about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, the movie good. We'll okay. get more dish on uh, from Tom on Tom Cruise from Emily um, coming up when she gets back. Yes. Amy Schumer mm-hmm. shutting down pregnancy rumors today after she kind of trolled us a little bit. She's touching her belly in a photo, and then she says, I'm not pregnant. Why, 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 why? It looked like I was pointing to a bump or something, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. It did kind of look like a... It, she totally did. Yeah. yeah. It did kind of look like that. It did. So Which, Chris Jenner did this interview. Did you guys hear about this? No, tell this us. This is going to air on Sunday on Fox, Fox News Channel. And um, she did a wide-ranging interview talking about her marriage to Robert Kardashian. You know, when he was diagnosed with esophageal cancer in July of 2003, he died less than eight weeks later at the age of 59. Yeah. And there's a sneak peek of this interview and she's talking about her infidelity and how it's one of the biggest regrets of her life. And that's what tore their relationship apart. And she says, I married Robert when I was 22 years old. I got pregnant on my honeymoon. I had the happiest life you could have dreamt about. But when you're in something, sometimes people think the grass is always greener 
And that was like what I think I went through at some point. She had an affair with a soccer player. She was asked if it was true, and she said yes. Yep. She said, I did, I did. Uh, she says, it's nothing I'm proud of. And when I look back on it now, probably one of my biggest regrets in my life is that my marriage fell apart. Well, particularly mm-hmm. in the wake of her marriage to Bruce, now Caitlyn Jenner, falling right. apart. Right, yeah. Um, they were married from 1978 to 1991. Uh, she and Robert, they of course had four children together. And she says that he, she was devastated when Robert Kardashian filed for divorce because it made it real. And then she was broke. He cut off all of her credit cards Mm -hmm. and she said she didn't have anything. She had a um, credit card to the market. She took it to the credit card and she couldn't even buy a tomato. That's something. She had no money. Um, And, you know, it's interesting because Chloe has talked about the divorce yeah. Saying that she would never be unfaithful because of witness what she witnessed between her parents. And yet she continues to be with people who are unfaithful. I know. I know it's so ironic. It's, it's really like, ironic. It, yeah. I know. What, what would a psychologist say about that? I, I don't There's know. something. Kris Jenner uh, said in to Harper's Bazaar in 2016, she said, I had a wonderful, beautiful life with Robert. He was an amazing man. And that divorce was one of her biggest regrets. And she was like in that Robert Card, that Kardashian book yep. that we read. Yeah. Um, he was like 14 years older and she was like 25 or whatever. And she said 22 when, 22 they, got married. when yeah. they got married. And, you know, she had like four kids by the time she was 30. Yeah. So you can see where you might be getting you a just, little restless. And yeah. he had an old, he was experienced. He dated Priscilla Presley. Right. Yeah. He wanted to marry her. Yeah. Right. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So, and uh, you know, Armenian guy, he might've been a little bit um, bossy. Exactly. At the time. At yeah. the yeah. time. Yeah. Was yeah. Young. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And you an can, attorney. And an attorney. Yeah. yeah. You can see it. So All that right. airs on Sunday. Thanks, girl. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Elizabeth. All right. The sky is very, very dark out there. And I yeah, feel like the traffic it. is What's very, going very on, dark. Gent? And your theory. This will come as no surprise to anybody. Okay. But it is was one of my theories about yes. why the heck, you know, we weren't legalizing gay marriage that took forever. It would just make everybody happier and healthier and you know, it would help the economy. It's going to ruin everybody. No, I, that it would just help, help, help. Oh, well, right. But Guess everyone thought what? Legalizing same-sex marriage improved the health uh, for gay people. Improve the health? That's right, because oh. huge increase in the rate of doctor checkups thanks to more people getting insurance coverage. Oh, go. that makes me happy. So, you know, we knew Yay. that it, it just seems like something that, like, you'd go, oh, yeah. It seems course. like it. that's was so long ago and such a silly... But it wasn't, we have... They, but it wasn't have, even that long ago. No, no not, really. not really. Wow. Yeah, and again, um, now here is, what do you think about this theory? Do you think, and picture yourself back in corporate America, okay. or in a, you know, any kind of a place where there's offices, Do you, what, how do you feel about the open plan, office plan, versus, you know, um, where the, the cubes, everything is higher, I and like you can't see. I like higher, because I... I like some privacy. Yeah. I don't want to see here. I think people need privacy. Well, here's what's happening with the open plan office space. It it makes people chat less 
and reduces physical um, interactions by about 70%. When it's open? Because everyone's checking on what everyone else is doing. People are trying to look busier than maybe they are. Okay. And they're looking at their computers to get out of having an encounter with somebody who might need something. And employees don't like feeling exposed and vulnerable. And so they try and look busier than they are. So I guess... Um, The theory behind it is by removing physical boundaries, people will have more discussions. People will be more productive. But But they aren't. They are not. But offices without physical boundaries have the opposite effect. I I totally believe that. I like boundaries. This is from Harvard Business School. Um, uh, Proximity, the sociology of it is clear. Proximity breeds interaction. But... Being packed together doesn't make people want to be together. It's uh-uh. like, yeah. So anyway, um, they studied uh, Fortune 500 companies that were making transition to open plan. And um, do you know the size of our studio right now, Lori? Yeah. You know, it's not that big. It's yeah. probably like, what is it? Like 15, 20 by 12, maybe, Donnie. Do you yeah. think that's what it is? Yeah, probably around I think there. 20 feet by Small 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and in this room, yeah, this was the size of the sales office I worked in when I sold radio. And how many people were in there? Eight. Eight. Yeah. Oh wow. my. And God. it was there was no walls. <laughs> there was nothing. And I just Jeez. gone from selling print to selling air, Gosh. which is what I called it back yeah. then because I didn't yeah. know. It, it was so hard for me, and I'd be like so nervous, and you'd have to sit and just yeah. call. And I was already experienced in sales, but I. Hated yeah. it. Yeah. So the results clearly showed that in these open um, floor plans, physical communication plummeted and people put on like headphones. They stare intently at their screens. So their coworkers, because everyone looks like they're busy, just end up emailing you. That's hysterical and instead of talking to you. Instead of talking to them. And getting up and seeing, oh, that's hysterical. Um, instant message activity increased by 67%. Wow. And emails by 75%. Electronic interaction is replacing face-to-face interaction. So if you're thinking about open plan office spaces. It feels pe- like policing. People feel exposed yep. and they compensate in other ways to try and draw privacy, uh, the fact that they have no privacy. Yeah. It seems like the up and coming millennial companies, that's what they all wanted. Well, these big open plans where there are no walls, no, I don't, no cubes. Donnie, I think that they have, op- they have open areas like where the ping pong table is or where or whatever. the refrigerator mm-hmm. areas, yeah, but I still cubes. think the cubes and they like those like because we have a lot of these here's in the areas that have been remodeled mm-hmm. the desks that move up and down that you can sit yeah. at or stand at with a little bit higher wall. But, but you have a higher wall but harvard business school said offices without physical boundaries have the opposite effect of um, on employees causing people to withdraw from social totally situations and doing any kind of brainstorming together oh so there you go so there that's a yeah. theory that's coming true okay here is another one uh for you julia uh, yes, once again they're talking to us about the fact that any babies that are born on mars are going to have a very <laughs> oh, no. difficult time and i don't know why this is telling us this because <laughs> who's gonna have a baby on mars? mars first of all it takes four years to get there <sighs> And they're like, oh, it's just going to be the worst thing ever for babies. And I'm like, hell yeah, but let's not let's not get a ha- let's not get ahead of ourselves. I agree with you, Laura. <laughs> okay, now why do people stay in lines? 
You know when there's a line? Mm. That, well, don't ask me because I'm terrible at what, it. I you, always, what do you mean? This, well, is from the, this is research from the University of Minnesota. Okay, so why if there's is, a line, why do people stand stay, in the line? Stay in the line. Why do people stay in long lines? I don't. Well, uh, the University of Minnesota, in conjunction with a university in uh, Georgia, said the reason why people stay in long lines is because we're more likely to stick with something if we've already spent a long time on it. So if you've already lined oh, up, got it. you're less likely to leave the line because we won't get a reward for the time that we spent in line. Hmm. And we it can't be recovered that time. And so we hope the end There's result is There's no line recovery? It. Yeah. And um, it, people are stubborn. And they just, the longer you stand in line, the more likely you are not to leave that line. So if you're worried about standing in line, don't even get in the damn line. I agree with you. Because, because you, you will because I will stay go, there. Oh, I will let someone stand in line and go, I'm going to go check things out to see if there's two lines, if we get closer to the front, or what's holding up this line, yeah. or what's happening with this line, or if we even need to stand in this line. Yeah. All right. And they, they tested believe- it on rats and humans. And... Um, <laughs> Good. And and were they, were, did we both do the same thing? Once we're invested in something and have already started the lineup, we become even more prepared to stay longer. Oh. And even if, you know, we cling to the hope that oh. the end result would be worth it. Like, so for a ride or an event yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or t- you know, whatever. Maybe right. it's not. Well, you did for tickets. You lined up for Adele. I hated that. Yeah. I hated yeah. that. I hated everything And you never that. left the line until you knew what you, the number, you know, you never left the line. You were there for like two hours. Because it wasn't even long. We no. Lines. Yeah. Um, people spend these? too much time in line waiting for something that's not worth it. Well, like this is an example of even car car driving. Yes. Like last night, I haven't been out. I This was my we very first go time west. going west was last on night. Four, yeah. On, on um, 94 to the Lowry Tunnel to 394. So I have never, I have not been west since everything's been closed down and everything. So I'm driving and I'm on the inside left lane and we're, we get on at like, you know, 94 and 280 heading west. Yeah. And I'm on the inside left lane and all of a sudden everyone's moving over lanes and I see signs. I'm not reading them, but it never said move over to this lane or anything. Uh-oh. What? No, that's I just, what I mean. Oh, yeah. I just never moved over. And then suddenly I'm like, well, why is everyone getting over? And apparently the lane I was in only, and it started, people started moving over at Riverside <sighs> to get to to Stand 94. It's, yeah. Right. So true. I'm in the going on 35W lane. That Yeah. But I didn't. What the <laughs> hell? I'm not changing over <laughs> two miles ahead of time. You know, I, I just... Darn it. Boy, that's a mess down there. And I'm yes, sorry for is. anybody who has to drive that. That is a mess. And I want to let you know that peop- the police people are sick of people getting on the ramps that are closed. Yeah. That yes, is just yes. bugging them. Yeah. So don't, if a ramp is closed, people, don't go on it. Okay. Here's another another theory. <laughs> okay. This is uh, uh, <laughs> stop journaling about bad things. Uh, People who write about positive emotions are less likely to go to the doctor. You know, they say get bad things off your chest and write them down and or maybe share them um, like on Facebook or something. You're not supposed to share your bad thoughts on Facebook. But people do all the time. Well, that is so wrong. Well, they just share, you know, things that are maybe heavy. But writing about positive emotions helps people deal with their negative thoughts and feelings. 
it's easier for you that way. And that's why I heard Elizabeth today talking about how uh, Twitter for her makes her anxious where Instagram makes her happy because it's image. Lori, 100% yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah. Twitter is too See, negative. I love, I love the snark of uh, no, I Twitter. Can't. Mm-hmm. This is why I'm the... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Instagram girl. Yeah. I would agree 100% with that. And when you... So for this study, they mm-hmm. investigated whether writing about something positive, whether it was being moved by a good book or painting or music or falling in love, whatever... Um, is so much better than if you complain about having a headache or a back pain or you got a cold or I don't want to hear that. Yeah, but um, <laughs> it's just like but people will they don't dear, even realize that they're doing that. Dear journal, mm-hmm. it's been three well, people days journal since- out loud on their social media. That's where the journaling happens right. now more than anything. So doing the happy moments are effective regardless of how much stress that you have in your life. Oh, there you go. And eat vegetables. Yeah. It reduces yeah. your stress as well. Especially broccoli. So that seems like a, that seems like a theory that you and I could have come up with off the top of our head. But right. now they have researched it and said, uh, yes, that is true. Yes, you are right. You are 100%. And yes, you are so right, 100% right. All right. All right. So next week I'm going to have so some if theories anyone about is sex. In the- Oh, thank God. Yeah. If And if anyone is in the furniture um, office redecorating people, mm-hmm. don't do the open floor plans. Yeah, right. It would give me so much anxiety. I know it. All right, mm-hmm. listen, we will be back with favorite headlines of the day. Lana or from all agents. Thanks for hanging out with us today on Thursday. We appreciate it. It looks like it's uh, midnight. midnight right yeah. now. That's what is really going unbelievable, Donnie. We just have there... these uh, thunderstorms and some severe thunderstorms making their way through the cities. Right. And uh, that yes. will continue for a while. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that we're, looks we're downright the, spooky. Yeah, we're getting the brunt of it here on University Avenue right now. We, oh, we are? are? Okay. Yeah. All right. Favorite headline today. Meghan Markle tells an older Irish lady she misses suits. After the Irish lady said, I miss Rachel. I do, too. She probably does. <laughs> oh, I'm sure she does. In, in freedom. Yeah. I mean, she's well, gone. That's a big lifestyle change. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And it it's not like it's, you know, she just quit suits. I mean, it just ended. She would be filming right now. Right. She would be working on because they. And they're friends. Did they have a, did they write her out by having her move somewhere? Mike and Rachel. And Rachel moved, moved yeah. to Seattle. Yeah. To, okay. To start a law firm on their own. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Or to okay. join something else, yeah. Okay. All right. This is uh, something that I know Julia will uh, definitely want to watch when it debuts next month. A ghoul, Netflix's first horror series from India, will give you serious chills. We posted the trailer. I have goosebumps right now. <laughs> you <laughs> at it. Just the word ghoul. Oh. I'm sorry. It does look good. It's from the same people who did Insidious and Get Out, which both of those are good movies. Oh, we did like those, yeah. Yeah. I'll be watching this for sure. And I know someone who saw Hereditary, the one with Tony (gasps) Collette. Yes. Um, First of all, this person really likes scary movies. He just said it it was really great. And I said, is it scarier than The Exorcist? And he said, for my wife, it was not for me. Okay. So I don't know. It's still playing around town. All right. That that movie. Uh, Prince Harry, uh, Meghan Markle, they say they will not have a large family. Oh, no. That was well, another one. Okay. A lady said, um, <laughs> a woman husband. said to him, she said, my husband has red hair and gave me five children. When are you and Meghan going to get going? This is just somebody right. in the crowd. And he laughed and said, five children. That's too many. Right. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Is there public pressure? Well, listen, well, there's people are, of course, you're married now. What does everyone ask everybody? When are you going to have babies? When are you going to have a kid? And I'm sure the. She threw she, away the pack of pills in April. Yeah. So they're working on it. Yeah. Mm, I and I bet so. they're having fun. <laughs> I mean, all these uniforms he has and. Oh. Uh, what? <laughs> I'm just saying. And they can play a lot of dress up games. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, Harry, wear that uh-huh. hat today. <laughs> Yes. Let me wear your. Uh, let, let me wear me, your gloves. Let me wear your suspenders, <laughs> with my non-existent underwear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just got a visual. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, uh, this is also posted. It's a trailer. The creator of uh, This Is Us has a romantic drama coming out called Life Itself, and they say if you watch the trailer, you will already start crying. I even is, is start- it, it's not This Is Us. It's a movie. It's a movie called oh. Life it, it's, Itself from it's a, the creator of yes. This Is Us. From Fogelman? Yes. yes. Yeah. Dan Fogelman. Right. Uh, just reminds me of... When is that movie coming out? Uh, I don't have that information. All right. Well, Sorry. we'll look at it and we'll yeah. see if we start crying. All right. Fair enough. Roger. We'll let you know tomorrow, Daddy. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for getting <laughs> back we to Because we were supposed to look at this already, but today uh, we're discombobulated. Discombobulated, right. We are. Uh, Roger Federer out of Wimbledon, England out of the World Cup. It sucks all It's right. the end of the world as yeah, we know it. It just sucks. Well, do you want to know what? As a tennis Boy, fan... Boy, did Uniglo ever... They wasted $300 million on They didn't Federer. waste okay, anything. All right, fine. They, there's a huge Uniglobe sh- store on Michigan Avenue, downtown Chicago. Yeah. Huge. Um, they didn't waste anything with Roger Federer. Kind of a shock, though. Big shock that he lost, right? Well, yeah. Well, yeah, but well, I mean, I, 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 yeah. watching it, it was... Just, How does that big Kando guy, the guy he lost to... Because it's the damn serve. See, here's he's the difference. 6'10". I've never seen such a tall tennis player. Yeah, there's a couple of them out there. There are? This, yes, the no. American dude that is Asner's, Asner or something. Uh, uh, yes, Jason Isner. Oh, I can't Jason stand Isner. him. What? Because what, what he's a Why? baby. Oh. Um, but oh. all he does is serve. <laughs> I mean, if you like to watch tennis, you want to see you want to see people having... Rallies. You don't want to just see yes. ace, ace, yes. ace, ace, yes. ace, Yeah, that is ace. true. You know, when they come at 126 points. This is why women's tennis is so much more enjoyable than men's tennis for so long. Because mm-hmm. it was just ace, ace, ace. And Federer has a good serve, but it's not all aces. And Nadal, I mean, everyone wanted it the final to be Roger Federer and Nadal. Yeah. Nadal. Yeah, that's what everyone wanted. But I mean, if it's Asner... Is Nadal and Djokovic on Friday? Yeah, that's going to be a great match tomorrow yeah. morning. Yeah. I mean, I come to work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I, 
I hope you let me know in time. <laughs> well, for the show. I'll just call Before in. you call in today. Be coming in today. I feel sick right now. Sore. Oh my gosh. Oh, stop it. I know. Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn have vowed to keep their relationship to themselves. Oh, but the they're letting private. us know this. Right, exactly. <laughs> Thanks for telling us. We want, let's PR. I bet they'll be more out loud in uh, December when Mary Queen of Scots opens. Well, it's, it's got a movie, so yeah. they're going to be all over it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She'll walk the red carpet with him, I would Maybe. Assume. Tori Spelling claims her baby got stabbed by nails at the Four Seasons. Grifting? Well, you know, she, yeah. What so is that? What it, you know, like looking for like maybe a little payout? Yeah. Um, because the Four Seasons like tweeted back to her. You think, so Tori Spelling? What Tori? She what? has no money. Tori, what is wrong with she you? Said, We're, she I'm a Four Seasons family, like even before my first was born. And uh, anyway, and uh, she said Bo was doing okay, and it was very scary, and this and that. And um, she's staying at a Four Seasons resort, probably because she stopped paying rent on the huge house well, she was right. renting. And her baby got stabbed by some nails in the game room or something. Mm. Oh, please. Mm. Does he need a tetanus shot? And um, the Four Seasons responded. And they said, at Four Seasons, the well-being of our guests is our top priority. The team is in touch with Miss Spelling throughout her stay. Out of respect for the privacy of our guests, we do not share information about our guests or their time with us. I mean, how does she afford staying at the Four Seasons? Her mom, I guess. With all of her kids. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix and Rooney Mara, they are not going to get married because marriage is too mainstream. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. well, it is. That, it is. It is. Me. Donald. Okay, yeah. Fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, RuPaul filming a pilot for a daytime talk show. Do you uh, want to know when it? You want to know when we're done? When yeah. it's like, oh, oh okay, <laughs> really? And Donnie's, I'm so excited about it. But Donnie, your voice, yeah. and you're like, whoopah, we've got a new <laughs> well, talk show. Try, and Lori and I'm I, I are to like, sell it. and Lori and I, like, oh, yeah, oh, that's yeah. Ex- He's a hardworking man. That's I right. watched his uh, VH1 interview with Cher, and I have to say, it was hysterical. I watched it from start to finish. Yeah. I love that. I did. It like was a it. minute and a half. It was VH1. You, you watched all of it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> For everybody, thank you for taking the wallet, Laurie. All right, everybody, have a great night. We promise we'll be back with lots of energy tomorrow. See ya. Oh, do you think I care?